Welcome to the Thank Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Murnane. I'm a feminine magnetism and embodiment coach, and I help women around the world embody the goddess. The goddess lives within each of us and includes traits such as intuition, nurturing, feminine magnetism, and connection to the earth. In a world that has long exiled the divine feminine, I believe the reclamation of the goddess has the ability to heal and nourish the world at this pivotal time in earth and humanity's evolution. This podcast is devoted to empowering you, goddess, to live in alignment with your authenticity and awaken your divine feminine energy. I invite you to join me on this journey of remembering and reclaiming goddess consciousness within ourselves and on the planet. So let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the first episode of I hope to be many of the Thank Goddess podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you and I thought I'd use this first episode to introduce myself and explain my why for creating this podcast. I really want this podcast to feel like an intimate conversation between us. I want to share from my heart and just be really vulnerable with you because ultimately vulnerability is a trait of the goddess and that's exactly what I'm about on this podcast. So if you weren't listening to the intro, my name is Danielle Murnane, although I often go as Danny. I'm a 32-year-old living in Melbourne, Australia. I spent the past five years living in the Middle East, traveling the world as an international flight attendant, but I moved back to Melbourne in 2022, and I guess it was really just to enter a new phase of my life, which has led me to starting this podcast. So these days I'm working as a women's magnetism and embodiment coach where I coach women online and I also run women's circles each month and I will create lots of podcasts in the future about women's circles and what they are. And you may be wondering how I pivoted from flight attendant to feminine embodiment coach. And for me, my journey began during the 2020 pandemic, as I'm sure you're probably aware of. You're probably aware that the aviation industry was hit pretty hard and myself and a lot of flight attendants were grounded for an extensive period of time. That was the first time I really ever slowed down and I didn't work and it really affected my mental health. I found myself in this dark place, which I felt really uncomfortable in. I'm normally someone who's very optimistic and I was really feeling depressed during that time. And to get myself out of that sinkhole that I felt I was in, it really, I guess, led me to personal development and self-help. And that in itself ended up being a long rabbit hole, which I've continued to explore ever since, which led me onto the path of spirituality. And when I explored that even deeper and I went down the the rabbit hole of spirituality, I found that in particular feminine spirituality 
or as I will probably refer to it a lot as divine feminine or goddess consciousness interchangeably on this podcast, that really resonated with me on a mind, body, and soul level. And that's what led me to become a feminine embodiment coach and creating the Divine Feminine Circle, which is a community of women who gather in sacred circle each month online and in person in Melbourne. And ultimately was the reason for me even starting this podcast on this topic. I think it resonated with me so much because I personally had never been shown or taught another way to operate other than this fast-paced capitalist way of operating that we see in our society today. That way of being just never really felt good in my body. I remember when I was a little girl, I was always innately very feminine. I was soft and I had this very crazy vivid imagination and I was always creating stories and I was always playing. And I noticed as I grew older, all of that was kind of pushed aside as I was conditioned to believe that all of those traits weren't as valuable as logic or measurable achievements. And I was raised by full-time working parents. And I guess growing up like that, seeing my parents work really hard to almost sacrifice their joy and their passions to provide for my family and to give my brother and I the best opportunities, that was kind of all I knew. And to add to that, I was raised by very strong, independent women. And so I was celebrated for being independent and for my achievements. Now, I'm not saying that anything's wrong with being independent, actually cherish that part of myself and it's helped me to succeed in a lot of areas of my life. But what I noticed for myself, that default that I created where I had this masculine shield of protection around me, it completely hardened my heart. I found it really difficult to ask for help or be dependent on others because I felt I was being a burden and that caused me to stuff a lot of my emotions down, to not express my truth and to not even feel my feelings. I learned to dissociate from my body and all its innate wisdom because I put greater value on my mind like so many of us do in today's society. And the funny thing is, even though I was extremely disconnected from my true power, which is my feminine energy and that lies within the body, I always considered myself to be this strong and empowered woman. I believed I was in my power because I didn't feel my feelings. I was numb. And because I didn't feel, I wasn't emotional. And that made me strong. Well, that's what I thought. And I was proud of being that way for a long time, but I didn't realize how close my heart was. And living life as a disembodied woman and feeling numb most of the time, it meant living a life out of alignment with my truth. And the energies within me weren't in balance. They weren't in harmony. And because of that, I experienced a lot of stress and anxiety and burnout And I never knew the real reason why. And this masculine way of being also pushed me into relationships where I ended up being the the masculine pole. 
And so I attracted more feminine men. And by that, I mean men that were more passive and I was having to take the lead a lot of the time. And that didn't feel good at all in my body. And because I was out of alignment, it made it really hard for me to make any kind of decision and to even know what I wanted. So that in itself, not knowing what I wanted, contributed to me choosing the wrong partners and the wrong type of work and even struggling to set boundaries and express myself authentically. It just made it really hard for me to know what I wanted and to even attract it because I was so out of alignment. And there's so many ways that energetic imbalances show up. And the way I was able to get back into alignment with my truth was through the reclamation of my feminine energy within myself and rebalancing my energies, my masculine and my feminine energies. And the first step for me was awareness. Awareness is so underrated and it is so powerful Because before that, I had no idea I was energetically imbalanced. And maybe you're listening to this and you can relate to some of the things I just spoke about. And this is bringing awareness to your energetic imbalance. And that's why I felt called to start a podcast on this topic. To really bring awareness to our energies within our own bodies and in the collective. Because the feminine on a macro level can be seen as mother nature, our great mother. And we can look at how humans are destroying the environment. So many animals have become extinct and it is really a reflection of how we have placed greater value on masculine traits such as building and the economy as opposed to the feminine which is reflected in the earth. And because reclaiming my own feminine energy felt so good in my body and I really align with feminine spirituality and its principles, I want to continue exploring it even further to learn the history of what happened to feminine energy and why has it been suppressed for so many centuries? How did we move to a hyper-masculine dominant world and how can we remember and reclaim divine feminine wisdom? and feminine spirituality in our modern day society. So maybe you're thinking, what is feminine spirituality? Or what is divine feminine energy? Or sacred feminine? Or who even is the goddess? Well, that's a journey I want to take you on throughout the episodes of this podcast to connect you intimately with the goddess. So no matter where you are on your spiritual journey, whether you're familiar with divine feminine energy or have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, rest assured you are in the right place as long as you have an open mind and an open heart and you trust that something inside of you intuitively led you to this podcast and there's a reason you've tuned in today. Feminine energy is all about listening to your intuition. So I highly encourage you to listen to what your intuition has to say today. So who is the goddess? She is you and she is me. And what I'm talking about here is energy. Divine feminine energy or goddess energy, which lives within all beings. So that includes men and women. Energy is non-binary, and so the energy of the goddess is not necessarily female 
or only for women. It's the feminine life force, the feminine aspect of God, of source, the divine, whatever you want to call it. A lot of people associate feminine energy with women because the energy in itself is life-giving and life-sustaining. So it is often connected to fertility, birth, and all creation. As mentioned, it is found in men and women. Though generally speaking, those that are born female will most often carry more physical, spiritual, and energetic links to goddess consciousness. This explains why a lot of women resonate with its principles and values. So some of the highest values of goddess consciousness are wisdom, compassion, love, intuition, creativity, authenticity and truth, justice, relationship and harmony, and the instinct to heal, nurture, protect and cherish. All of these values are very feminine. But as I mentioned before, they're found in both men and women because this is energy that we're talking about, feminine energy. So while all of these divine feminine values are really important, they also need their polar opposite, the divine masculine values to be whole. So the feminine and the masculine are not singular energies. Instead, they exist in balance. So we need feminine energy and we also need a healthy balance of the masculine energy. So a good example of this is the yin and yang symbol in ancient Chinese philosophy. So you may have seen that circular symbol which is half black and half white and we see in that symbol that the yin and yang are in balance. And the yin refers to the feminine energy, so it's receptive and it's introspective, whereas yang, the masculine, is productive and outwards focused. So both energies depend on one another. And you might notice that in the symbol, the yin and yang doesn't cut harshly in a straight line down the middle. The black and white shapes swirl in and out of each other in harmony, which are changing and flowing. And you may notice the little circle within both the black and white, which demonstrates the yin within the yang and the yang within the yin. So both energies are intertwined. And as the symbol suggests, you can't have one without the other. Another prime example of masculine and feminine energy is the sun and the moon. And how interconnected and essential both are to the functions and movement of the planet. The masculine can be reflected in the energy of the sun. And the feminine is the energy of the moon. And both of them, as you can see, they exist in this perfect harmony of one another. Even though they're completely different, they're polar opposites. They both play a vital function on the planet. The sun is considered masculine because it's strong, blazing, and consistent, whereas the moon is feminine because it affects the waters of the earth, and water is the element of emotions, which are tied to the feminine. And the moon is also cyclical like women. It's not consistent like the sun. It changes its phases like a woman's body throughout her menstrual cycle. 
And even though they're completely different, both play a vital role in the movement and function of the earth. And even on a more personal level within our own biology, within all of our brains, we have a right and left hemisphere. So both sides of the brain work together in harmony. The left hemisphere is the masculine, and that tends to focus on logic, while the right hemisphere, which is the feminine, is more of our creative brain. So our current education system often places greater attention to developing left hemispheric skills such as reading, writing, and maths, opposed to the right hemispheric skills such as art, music, imagination, and using our hands to create. This explains why so many of us, particularly women, tend to disconnect from our feminine energy and our goddess consciousness. From a young age, we haven't been taught how to value the feminine, and like any muscle that we don't use within our body, it becomes weak. And that's what's happened with the feminine. Because we don't work that muscle, we don't engage with the feminine, we lose touch with her essence. We forget how to be, quite literally. With that, we lose a vital part of ourselves. Because we forget that we are human beings, we're not human doings. And when we operate in this constant state of doing and achieving and having to get things done, it often leads to us feeling burnt out and stressed, anxiety, and feeling this sense of inadequacy because it seems that no matter how much we do, how much we accomplish, it never seems to be enough. And that's why I believe goddess consciousness is so needed on the planet right now. Because goddess consciousness, it's really about connecting to the wisdom of the heart. And it's not about doing or achieving anything. It's really just about being. And that is a very radical idea in our current hyper-masculine society, which often prioritizes logic over intuition, and it prioritizes our head over our heart. And instead, goddess consciousness is concerned with all matters of the heart, such as healing through forgiveness and acceptance, cultivating peace, nurturing, unconditional love and compassion, receiving and trusting the ebbs and flows of life and its natural non-linear cyclical rhythms, being one with nature and working in harmony with nature. Can you imagine what kind of world we would live in if everything I just mentioned was at the forefront of human consciousness? We would live in a very different world. At the moment, we live in a world that has undervalued these feminine traits for centuries. And this has given rise to the destruction of the environment, mental and emotional health at an all-time high, and the hardening of our hearts when it comes to war and injustice which we are seeing on the planet right now. Goddess consciousness instead focuses on nurturing our planet and creating a balanced and supportive society rather than restrictive rules and policies. Most of us have forgotten that the goddess lives within each and every one of us, and it's up to us on an individual level to reestablish that connection to the goddess within ourselves so that that energy can radiate outwards 
to the collective so that we can design a brighter future for humanity and the evolution of the earth. So I guess to sum it all up, I'm inviting you on this journey with me on the Thank Goddess podcast to learn more about ourselves and how we can embody goddess consciousness and strengthen our connection to the goddess within us so that we can hear her guidance and her subtle or not so subtle (laughs) nudges to awaken us into the full spectrum of who we came here to be and how we are here to serve because I believe all of us are here on purpose and we are all here to serve humanity and the earth to some degree in whatever way that looks like. I believe awakening goddess consciousness and placing greater value towards our feminine energy is the path to healing and rebalancing our planet. So thank you for listening to this first introductory podcast. I hope that gives you a little overview as to why I'm here and I guess what you can expect from future episodes. As I'm just getting started, it helps me so much if you could rate or review this podcast or even share it with a friend or on your social media. That really helps me out to reach more amazing humans just like you and to serve my mission. So sending you all my love and all my gratitude and I will see you on the next episode. Hi my loves, thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in to another episode of the Thank Goddess podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a rating and even better, leave a review. I would greatly appreciate it so much so that we can provide valuable content to more goddesses just like you. Or maybe you want to share this podcast on your social media or send me a direct message on Instagram at Danny Manani. I appreciate it all and I thank Goddess for every single one of you listening. With all my love and gratitude, Danny.